This episode is sponsored by Smart Loving and Catholic Marriage Prep. Smart Loving is a Catholic marriage apostolate that provides online courses and resources to support couples through all stages of their relationship. Smart Loving is recognized internationally as one of the most comprehensive range of materials for Catholic marriage formation from discernment to enrichment. Grounded in the theology of the body, Smart Loving honors the unique strengths of men and women called to love and to be loved. Visit smartloving.org to learn more now. Agape Catholic Marriage Preparation invites couples to a deeper relationship with each other and with Christ, one couple at a time. Online on-demand instruction rooted in St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body, combined with personalized mentoring from a trained married couple, builds the foundation for a strong, healthy, Christ-centered marriage between a man and a woman. Visit CatholicMarriagePrep.com to learn more now. Now let's get in today's episode. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship so that you can say yes to God's call to marriage with confidence and live out your vocation with excellence? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Filino will help you transform your relationship and become the holy couple God is calling you to be so that you can discern and answer God's call to marriage with more clarity, confidence, and peace. We're so glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi and Sarah. And today we're going to be answering one of our com- uh, one of our questions uh, from our community. And Ooh. this one is actually coming from Nicole. What's up, Nicole? Shout out. Uh, he, she asked a really awesome question. And speaking of questions, if you wanted to submit a question to the Journey to Marriage show, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask. Again, it's journeytomarriage.com slash ask and uh, submit your question. Uh, but anyways, Nicole, shout outs to you. Uh, this was her question. My boyfriend has been talking about engagement and we are discerning if we are ready. Any practical tips for discernment? Also, do you have any great discussion questions to have prior to engagement? Ooh, this is a great question, Nicole. It's a great question. Thank you for asking it. I know when we were in this stage of life, let's put ourselves back in our into our courtship stage. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> of when we knew we were ready. Actually, I'm going to go even reverse even before us. Oh. So for those who don't know my story, mm-hmm. um, I was previously engaged with Sarah. So... I mean, what? no, I mean, it was pretty <laughs> in, well, of in the, course in the metaverse engaged in the time frame zone of the never mind. <laughs> Anyways, I was previously engaged before I met Sarah. Yes. Not to me. Yeah. Not to you. So <laughs> in that moment, like when I thought like how I was thinking if we were ready was based on the quantity of time we were dating. Because with her, I was dating her for about five years. And I figured, we, we we stuck it out for five years. We might as well go ahead and take those next steps. 
uh, until I realized, even when I got engaged, that engagement doesn't solve my my relationship problems. Mm. There were value, there were like our values didn't align very well, and I had to hear the facts from my mentor at the time that shared with me that, yeah, this is not a good relationship to enter into marriage with. So. I just wanted to throw that out there that your the quantity of time of dating does not equal if you're ready or not. Yeah. It does not equal that at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's fast forward. Let's talk about our courtship. How did we know that we were ready? I kind of, I, I want to hear from you first. How did you know you're ready? I knew that I was ready because I was a new person. That sounds weird. <laughs> um, I was very different uh, with you than my past relationships. Um, for one thing, I submitted to your lead. I was open to it. I was receptive. Um, Can you give an example of what that actually... So like you planning the date or you picking me up or opening doors or just pursuing me in general. I... I was uncomfortable in the beginning of you doing all those things. But then I was like, this is nice. This is different from what I've experienced in the past. Um, And I knew like, wow, this man was able to positively influence me in such a great way. And I think the reason why I opened myself up to you was because you were that God-fearing man Mm. that my mom said, you have to marry a God-fearing man. Um, Where my past relationships, God was always on the side or behind in our relationship. But no, you, you put Christ, you put the Lord in front of my face before your own. You're like, let's go to mass. Let's go to adoration. Let's go to confession. Let's do this volunteer thing at church. And I was just saying yes to a lot of it. Even though doing all of those spiritual things all the time was something pretty new to me. Mm-hmm. Other than like, of course I went to mass every Sunday. And then I did volunteer on Sundays. But that was about it. But you opened up this whole new world. A whole new world. Fun fact, we sang that song while we were in Friends. Friends. Friends forever. <laughs> the tables have turned, my friends. I'm I'm glad that you, you were and I think that's one of the traits for you when I knew that, oh yeah, this is the one. When I could see that you would submit and follow my lead whenever mm-hmm. I initiated versus just questioning everything resisting yeah resisting i don't like your date idea i'm gonna plan the date yeah i would have been like eh. (laughs) (laughs) okay you could do that with somebody else um i think for me when i knew that i was ready with to to get married to you the first thing is definitely like the fact that i knew i could be 100 percent myself around you I never felt that way with other women that I was interested in or that I tried to date. I felt like I had to be somebody else. I felt like I had to dress. (laughs) Don't, for all of you guys, don't look into my 
<laughs> my old archive pictures but yeah i felt like i had to dress a certain way like you know thuggish rap <laughs> i don't want to bring that into i didn't see that oh man i didn't see that raffy it was bad you guys <laughs> but i felt like i had to be somebody different i had to dress differently i had to like hide certain parts of me um because i felt like i was uh, i don't know this is something that I didn't want to share because it might turn them off. But, you know, with you, I felt like I could be my fully Catholic, crazy, weird self around you. And I never felt judged by it. Hmm. That's good because, guys, I was very shy when we were recording. I didn't, like, let down my walls of being myself until maybe six months in. Yeah, and then it took he, her a while. He saw what a weirdo I was. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but I'm glad that you're comfortable with me. Yeah, and then I mean the fact when I started to see that when I started to see you open up a lot more because <laughs> I knew like if yeah you were kind of you had this front where you're like oh I'm a goody goody smile I'm smiling goody, all the time goody goody oh yeah you weren't really goody goody too much. but you you were very like in it you're playing like this innocent girl you didn't it just you just seemed very nice and caring until like i started really understanding you You and then i wasn't not nice (laughs) no i'm just kidding no but you you i was able to see your imperfections and Mm -hmm. the things that you struggled with and i think like when we started to see that from each other and not judging each other, I felt like that was a big, mm-hmm. big proponent. And then the second thing is, I think like wanting to sacrifice for you was another n- another reason why I felt like I was ready. Mm. When I was excited to find opportunities where I could actually get out and sacrifice for you in some ways where... I would take Sarah out to, uh, well, I would take I would take Sarah to her work every single morning, mm-hmm. um, Monday through Friday, to to just get her away from the negativity <laughs> that she would experience being dropped off by her mother. At the time, it was rough. Yeah, it was um, really rough. But also, like Rafi wanted to wash my car, mm-hmm. and that like sparked a lot of joy for me. Um, cause that was terrible. I didn't like washing the car cause I would hand wash it. And Rafi was like, I'll wash it for you. And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> this is amazing. Wow. <laughs> you haven't heard about car wash machines. Those are game changer. When I introduced Sarah to car wash, automated car wash machines, I know life. what car wash. No, you me- didn't. Yeah, because when it we was, went through it, you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's always this is fun." Real? Every time yes, I go it through, it's fun, but it's because it was pricey and self washing is free. Not pricey at all. You guys do it. I don't ever hand wash the car now. <laughs> I always pay someone or something to do it. Outsourcing. Oh. All right, y'all. So I'm just going to go ahead and finish this episode by myself because our daughter woke up in the middle of the night um, and we record our podcasts in the middle of the night because it's like literally the only time we could actually have the the, the time to do it. So um, Sarah's putting her d- down to bed. Um, but I want to go ahead and finish this off. So I, I was talking about like sacrificing 
And um, these were like the things that I knew for myself that I was ready and that we were ready. I was starting to see on both ends, we were sacrificing, we were standing up for each other. Um, we were, we were wanting to love each other the way Christ loved us. There was so many different challenges that we faced during this stage of our life that we were willing to just go through and support each other and pray through without judging each other or criticizing each other. And I knew like these were really great traits to to be focused on and to look for in a future spouse so um, hopefully from our from our story you could kind of hopefully this helps and guides you um, to know like if you're ready and seeing like these little signs but I want to share with you some some best tips here uh, when it comes to courtship and I know you're you're in this stage in the committed relationship stage and there's always three key milestones that we always teach those who are in their courtship stage to be mastering because of course there's so many different things to do um, but here are the three things that you you must focus on in the courtship stage in order for you to prepare yourself for the engagement stage the first excuse me the first thing is to develop a couple's prayer life Okay, so when you were single and dating, you're you're still like doing things um, by yourself. You're developing your prayer life in your courtship stage. You want to start developing your couple's prayer life, and one of the biggest go to here is to set a time every single day that that your both of your alarms would go off, that you would sit down and pray, whether you want to call each other and pray during a time, and if not, sometimes for for me and Sarah, we don't typically do that like in in our um in our courtship we would pray at night whenever we talk on the phone together but there's a specific time where whenever it went off no matter where we were we would pray specifically for each other for our relationship um and our marriage discernment that couple's prayer life has been so pivotal in really just prioritizing our sacramental life really building that relationship with Christ, making sure he was the one and that we were trying to discern the vocation that he was calling us to. Um, So there's, again, there's so many different ways, but that's the big focus item. Number two is to go on more intentional discernment dates. See, when you're early in your friendship stage, you're probably just going on casual dates, just getting to know each other and like each other, trust each other, just doing a lot of fun activities without it being super serious. But this is where it gets a little bit serious, not super serious. Dating's fun. It's always going to be fun. But this is where you start to have a more intentional conversations. And the whole purpose of the conversations should be around seeking and really identifying if that is a good potential future spouse you want to see yourself marrying and loving for the rest of your life. And I'll kind of talk about the conversations and stuff later, but putting yourselves in certain activities and creating more intentional conversations and deeper conversations around finding a suitable partner for, um, for marriage. And then the last thing here is mastering your skills mastering your skills this is something that you don't hear a lot from a lot of different maybe experts or whatever that may be talking about 
in your dating stage to master your skills. And what we what we always talk about is like how do you like learning how to communicate well, learning how to resolve conflict well, learning about how to manage your emotions and to be aware and to to identify each other's emotions and how you behave because of that. Um, there's so many different skills you've got to develop in this specific stage of your courtship. Because once you develop competence, you develop then confidence to take the next steps, to know that you are ready. The reason why most people are not ready is because they're not competent. Bottom line, the most people that are not, that feel like they're not ready, they're just not competent. They don't know how to do the relationship. They don't know, they wouldn't know how to live out a fruitful and holy marriage because they haven't developed the skill sets. But once you've developed the skill sets, you've, you've, um, you've gained the tools, everything that you need to divorce proof a marriage, like you are set and you are good to go. Okay. So let's go back to the intentional discernment days because I know one of your other one of the other questions, like what are some good discussion questions um, that you should have prior to engagement? So this is one of the questions that we would tell each other before asking like a, a detailed question, okay? Because one of the things that you have to do during courtship is you wanna make sure you are emotionally, you hear emotional chastity, right? You want to make sure you're emotionally chaste and you're not romanticizing your partner and you're not allowing emotions and feelings cloud your judgment in this stage. If you do, it's a big no-no. You will never, you'll, you'll have a hard time discerning if the, the, the right path is the right path or like whether or not it's the right path or not, because if you're, if you're, just super emotional and romanticizing your relationship. So what we do when we would have conversations trying to seek if we were good potential future spouses for each other, we would say, in your future marriage, how would you blank? So instead of when we get married, how would you do this? Like when you start to do that, you put yourself in a position where you're romanticizing your partner and you're pressuring your partner to be your future spouse you're putting them in the position that you're like okay well when we're married how how would you do this and that's not the that's not the the conversations you should be having in the courtship stage instead say in your future marriage how would you blank see this helps you it puts you in a position where you're taking yourself out of the situation and you're making your partner think about their future marriage if it wasn't even with you, if it was with somebody else, how would they still handle this situation, right? So um, some questions. So I guess that, that's a big framework. Do, like when you're having conversations in the stage, always think about taking yourself out of that equation and just asking in your future marriage. Okay, so some questions to be thinking about to just talk about and see what your perspectives are is, hey, is divorce an option for you? I think that's a big question and figure out where where do they stand when it comes to divorce? Are they all in and will do whatever it takes to to prevent that or is an is there always an out? And that shows like commitment levels of how how much are they willing to make things work? Um because marriage is a, marriage is a lifetime, right? Marriage is a lifetime. You can work through 
all the challenges if you both really committed to and you 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 knew that you knew the, what marriage actually is asking you to like this is a lifelong commitment in sickness and in health to death to us part like these are the vows that we make and we can make it we can make it work if we are equipped with the right tools okay uh another one is what are your short-term and long-term goals of contribution um, of your god-given gifts so what are some things that you want to contribute to and give um, from the things that you've been blessed with this is to show if your partner is a giver this is sure to show if your partner is a sacrificial that he he or she sees something bigger than himself he sees life bigger than himself that he is made to to give and to serve and just as, to get an insight as to what would that actually look like um, another thing is what does a typical sunday look like in your future marriage this is a big one to figure out what do they prioritize on Sunday? Do they prioritize mass? Do they prioritize God? Do they prioritize family? Like, what does their Sunday look like? Or do they just like sit down and watch football all day? I mean, it happens. Like, people do that. Like, that's what they value. And I'm not here to judge them, but is that the person that you want to be spending the rest of your life with? These are things that you've got to think about. Because Sundays are, again, the most important day out of the week. Sundays are the most important day out of the week. So figure out what, what would they do on, the, on a Sunday. And then another question is like, what is the legacy you want to leave for your future family? Like what, like what, what is the impact? What, is, what, do you want to, what do you want to pass along to your future children, God willing, and their future children? Like, what is the message? What is the impact? What is the things that you'd want them to, to continue passing along to generations and generations without you having to be there? See, these are really deeper questions that you should be asking in courtship to really better determine if they would be a good future spouse to see if their value if their values aligns with the, with your values to see if you're going in the right direction that they're trying to go to because if you're not aligned and you're both going in completely different directions you both feel like you have completely different values then maybe this is not a good fit and that's okay at least you know by having these deeper conversations while you're on these intentional discernment dates um, but yeah, the, the whole key here in the courtship stage, the committed relationship stage, you are trying to get go deeper, <laughs> go deeper with the activities that you do, go deeper with the conversations that you have um, to to really discern that. So hopefully this helps, Nicole, and uh, we are praying for you and your your boyfriend, um, wherever you're at right now. Uh, whenever you're watching this or listening to this and j just let us know if you need any support and we'd be glad to support you in any way we can so uh, with that being said speaking of skills so i've been talking about skills a lot we wanted to invite you who are listening to this right now to the catholic courtship summit it's going to be uh it's a free day uh, it's a free day <laughs> it's a free event for three days <laughs> Um, however, there's an upgrade where you can actually get lifetime access to the talks, you get personal coaching, you can get bonuses and so much more and sales of all the VIP passes actually goes to an, a really powerful um, charity called Chastity Project. If you don't know who they 
who who runs that. It's Jason and Kristalina Everett, such amazing, influential models, role models for us that helped us throughout our courtship with their resources. And we just want to give back to the amazing mission that they're they're doing with Chastity Project. So this is all happening really soon. It's actually happening from the time that we are um, publishing this. It's going to be happening next week. So if you haven't done so already, grab your free pass. Go to catholiccourtshipsummit.com. And also, we launched a collaboration t-shirt with Catholic Run Supply, um, which is actually inspired by Pope St. John Paul II. So if you love Pope St. John Paul II and his messaging and the the impact that he left on, on the church and in our lives, like this is something that is really something that you could represent and something that will remind you of what to really think about when you're on your journey. Because a lot of people are afraid of getting married, but literally this shirt with, with the, with the three words, be not afraid helps reminds us to not be afraid. Like if this is a mission that God is calling us to, he will never forsake us. If we entrust and fully put our faith in him and allowing him to lead us even through the challenges. So if you want to get this shirt, it's a limited edition collaboration t-shirt with um, our good friends at Catholic Run Supply. Go to catholicrunsupply.com and what you do is go to the men's or the women's section and search for the Be Not Afraid shirt. Should be, it should be a white shirt, uh, white, black, and orange shirt and use the discount code Be not afraid again be not afraid and you'll get five dollars off of the retail price of the shirt and again this is only going to be going live as of right now for for leading up to the summit and once the summit's gone we're probably gonna stop uh the t-shirt sales so again catholicrunsupply.com and lastly we're doing a big prize contest giveaway and we're giving away the vip all access pass to the summit a summit t-shirt we're giving away some stickers journals and keychains and here's all you got to do you got to do three things number one you got to rate and review our podcast on whatever major platform that you are listening to our podcast on number two screenshot it before posting the review and then number three send that screenshot to hello at journey to marriage.com. And that's all, that's literally all you have to do to be a part of this contest uh, giveaway. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. And thank you in advance for all of you who have been posting reviews on our podcast. We really appreciate it. It's helping us um, get up in the ranks of the iTunes charts so that we can reach more young adult Catholics who are on the journey to marriage and positively, positively impact them and share with them these really great um, resources to help them in their their discernment journey. So thank you in advance. So with that being said, hopefully this, this episode gave you some value. And we're praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Marriage podcast. Let us know your thoughts about this episode by sending us a DM on Instagram at Journey to Marriage. Also, Do you have a burning question about relationships and marriage that you'd want for us to answer in a future podcast episode? If so, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your burning questions to us for a chance to get it answered 
in a future episode. Again, go to journeytomarriage.com slash ask to submit your question now.